Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to our Bravo episode of Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into all of the current airing Bravo shows that we love. As you know, Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new show every Wednesday, which we deep dive and break down a show from the TLC or Discovery Plus Network past or present. And on Tuesdays, we also have our 90 Day Fiancé episode. So don't forget that. But this is the time of the week that we are going to talk purely Bravo. Hi, Kate. Hi, Bravo, Bravo. Bravo, Bravo. Um, Yesterday, I I took to the gram. I I took to Instagram because I and I text you feverishly. Mm hmm. It is into the evening and I'm settling. I'm settling for the evening, okay? We've been through so much in the Bravo world and then suddenly I'm in the trades, Instagram, page six, Daily Mail, and it comes up, Dorit and Piquet have are living separately. And I text you straight away, Kate, no, I could, I, I, I can't cope with any more. I know it's, it's really too bad. I thought that they were tight. I thought they were just fine. 
well, did you see that they did release a statement? I think, yeah, I think I put it on Instagram afterwards. So it broke and then it was it was obviously we had that we're going to talk about Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills premiered, premiered yesterday. We had Kyle on Watch What Happens Lives, which we'll discuss. Then we had um, this breaking, like just after it aired on the East Coast, that Dorit and PK are living completely separate lives. Um, then they released a statement, like, sweet, very, very quickly. And it said... It was kind of like the Mauricio and um, Kyle one, except they said they are not separating or separated. They are not separated. They're not separating. They've just had a very, very hard year that you will see play out on the show. But there were photos of PK without his wedding ring. He is apparently not living in the same house as Doree. I don't know, Kate, but I said to you in the text... There are so many things I'm so cynical about in life, but I believe everything I see on Bravo shows. <laughs> uh, I, I need a deep explanation of how Kyle and Maurizio Maritz, can go from being like loved up teenagers to what we saw this week where Kyle despises Maurizio. That's what it looks like in this. And, you know, Dorit and PK aren't actors. They couldn't have been actors. She went through that huge thing with the break-in. I, I don't know. How are they all breaking up, Kate? There's something in the air over there. It's a total shift has happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened with them. I mean, we heard a rumor from Sutton. Rumor so. nastiness. About the husband. About the husband. Yeah, that was great. That was like, whoa, straight out of the gate. Straight <laughs> out of the gate. We got something from Sutton. Yes. So I'm that. sure it will become clearer as the season goes on because it was already kind of laying the groundwork in this episode. And then we saw um, another bit of news before we get into the episode is, oh, well, also I was deeply depressed because there was no Salt Lake City this week. I know. <gasps> Why? I don't know why they, I know it's scheduling and sometimes it's like sport events, but they didn't have any of that. I don't know why, but oh my God, I missed it, Kate. Oh, I missed it. I I did too. I can't wait till next week. Love those gals. And uh, my baby gorgeous as well. I was really missing baby gorgeous this week. Oh my Um, gosh, baby gorgeous. I was putting together for our YouTube channel, which quick plug, if you don't know, we're on YouTube now, uh, putting out video versions of our podcast. And I was putting together a montage of Bravo clips <laughs> for the intro of the YouTube video. And I watched a five minute compilation of Baby Gorgeous and I was I was dying laughing. She has given us some gold. I mean, she is really speeding up. It's like to become one of my favorite housewives. She is brilliant, Kate. She brings everything. The look, the the rumors, the fake, the obsessed with money and jewels. and She's just got everything. I love her and Fresh Wolf. Oh, check, check, check. She's got it all. Uh-huh. Um, okay, what was the other mm. The other thing before we go news. into our episode is that Mar- Maurizio, and yes, I am calling him Maurizio because that's how Lisa Vanderpump says it and in England, we'll just say Maurizio. Maurizio released a video today with his dancing partner. Did you see that? No. Sexy? No, they're in there. They're in the studio uh, where they're rehearsing for Dancing with the Stars. 
and he releases it with her next to next to him. She's drinking this venti. Of course, you know I love the beverages. She's drinking a venti Starbucks, and he's on camera. She's right here, and he's going. You know, I just want to talk about um, the video that came out. There was nothing to it. I want to address it, and she's going like looking at him besotted with him. You can just tell. She's like, mm-hmm. he says, you know, we we were in our workout. We were in our rehearsal clothes. And she's going to get in her rehearsal clothes. And we went out for sushi. And afterwards, you know, we were having a long talk. We're with each other. We're very, very close friends. We rehearse five to seven hours a day. And we've been doing this for like five, six weeks. We're very close friends. As we were leaving the restaurant, he says, I put my hand out. She grabbed she, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to put myself in that situation. I have straight male friends. Would I be holding their hand? No, it just doesn't. No, in it, it just no, you just wouldn't do that walking out of a restaurant. And by the way, people at the restaurant said they were kissing while they're at the table at the restaurant. So, because they're close friends, Polly, and close you don't friends. kiss your close straight male friends come on I know it's silly of me but um (laughs) I really should start but no so anyway so him and her are just doing this whole video and they're just saying it's all ridiculous don't believe everything you read I put my hand out she grabbed it the paparazzi were there they took a photo and they're making something out of so we're just friends yeah you put your hand out she grabbed it and that's how people hold hands who are dating (laughs) yeah exactly So I don't, I mean, I think Maurizio is loving being on camera. This Dancing with the Stars has given him a massive boost. Well, and it's his thing, you know, he's not, he's not just the husband, the husband on her show. Mm -hmm. It's his show. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Anyway, that was the last bit of news, Mm -hmm. Kate, but we're only going to be discussing uh, BH, which I think is nice in the sense that it was the opening to a new, to a new season. Right. There's lots to get into. There's some things I kind of have questions about that. Maybe I'm just not remembering how stuff went down. So I'm glad we can kind of hash it out and see where we're at with the girls. With the girls. Absolutely. Um, and um, so we we start off, you know, I realized I haven't got my notes up, so bear with me. But we start off um, and it's going into the headlines, right? So they're oh, showing, right. woo, I love when they do that, of like what's to come. And they're showing the headlines of um, Maurizio and, sorry, it's going to really annoy people if I'm saying Maurizio. Um, <laughs> you could just say Mo. You could just say Mo. Mo and uh, Kyle split. And I love, I love the headlines. It's all like reality blurb. You know, it's <laughs> all the places that we go to yeah. daily. Reality yeah. blurb. I don't even think they got page six. It was that. It was like gossiprealitytea.com I mean it really was I liked it <laughs> best of the best mm-hmm. sorry I've just found my note um yeah so it's all this stuff basically setting the scene for the season mm-hmm. it's like the storyline yes. is going to be Kyle and Mo. Yeah. And they they do the clips of her being coy. What's going on? And she's all... Um, but we see what's really interesting is they do, like, when Erica announced, you know, the divorce from Gerardi, that they all did, like, the FaceTime, all the ladies. So you see the FaceTime of um, Dorit saying, um, 
I to on to Pique and saying I, I don't understand. Like they've just seen the headlines. They're saying I don't understand. And and PK says I was just at dinner with Mo and he never mentioned anything. Mm. I Odd. think that that relationship is soured. I think that relationship with Dorit and Kyle, I think is sour. They were best, best buds. And even though we see them together, this I think something's gone on there because of this other Mo, Morgan, you know, Kyle's supposed girlfriend. I think some she's got into into a lot of stuff. Um, so we see that, and then we see that they're gonna go to Barcelona, they've got all this stuff coming up. But for me, we should have just had a cold open of PK and his crisps. Now, in England, we call them crisps, chips. You just see him coming out and he's got one bag of like barbecue lays and then another bag of sour cream lays and he's just got them out there and his Diet Coke and he's just shoving his hand in one bag, family size bag of crisps and another hand in the other side, other bag of family size is shoving them in his mouth. And I really appreciated that, Kate. So did I. That's my first note. Just eating both of them at once with the Diet Coke. He was, he was, Living his baby gorgeous fantasy. <laughs> it was baby gorgeous. It was Kit Kat for breakfast, baby gorgeous life. I yes. loved that. And then Brunette Dorit comes in to shame him. <laughs> you know, we've seen it before because remember, PK has diabetes. Like he can't, oh, he has to really watch right. his diet. That's, so that's right. Why I forgot. It's like, you've got to stop with this. You know, he loves his Coca Cola, he loves a full okay, fat yeah. Coca Cola. Um, so Dorit's like, you've got to stop. Oh, but, okay, that's better. Um, but you know, I did love him with his crisps. He was he was so happy. Like I've never seen him happier. Just there, Diet Coke and crisps. <laughs> um, but so so yeah, we see her come in with the dyed hair, and I'm gonna say I prefer her blonde. I love Dorit blonde. This yeah. was too, it made her look older, and she's young and gorgeous. And I don't, I want her lifted up, up, up. I don't. The brown isn't working. Yeah, I. She always, she's always going to look good, but I, I agree. She really popped off the screen with the blonde. Yeah. Yeah. I love her with her blonde. Um, and so we see them, um, she's wearing a very odd outfit as well. Very odd outfit. It was strange. Anyway, then she's saying that they are going to do this, some type of healing retreat. And I was really put off by the next couple of scenes, not with PK's English cynicism, because I love that about like a healing retreat and stuff but okay so we see that Dorit tells us very quickly that she has a woman coming over that is going to facilitate I guess this kind of retreat and you see she sent these messages out to all the gals to come along and um the woman's name it's Eagle Woman and then the other woman is Blue Raven and they wake welcome them into the house and PK's doing his little English kind of <laughs> shtick of whatever and I I I've got to say I love PK I really have always loved PK and I especially love PK. I just, he's a London lad and I really appreciate him. So he sat down and he's doing all this and he's kind of making fun of just like the whole idea of this healing stuff, right? But what I'm re- I get really upset about, and I guess this is in a minute, this is a Native American woman and that's her Native American name. And these women are making fun of it. And listen, I am not the PC police. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you are well aware I am not. Um, I don't believe in being overly gentle and over, like everyone's so fragile, we can't be real and all of that. But I do believe that these women were sat here, Garcelle as well, was sat in the car going, 
Eagle Woman. That's her name. Yeah. That's her Native American name. Like, I was really shocked at these women. I think that they were assuming it was some, like, foo-foo, Silver okay. Lake, white lady. Mm. I don't think they knew that. Like, I, I think they just assumed it was, like, some L.A. woo-woo thing. And, uh, yeah. Because like, how would they know that, right? Like, before they... know by the name? I, mean, I don't know if name... they know. I don't know. I don't know. I would say if somebody told me I was going to a healer and her name was Eagle Woman, I would say that's a Native American woman. So I was just put off and I was like, ladies, enough. Yeah. Anyway, we see them getting ready. And did you see that they were all getting their glam done? And then you saw Dorit getting her photos. Did I loved how she gets her photos done with all the, the time. light, with the light oh. held up? And oh, yeah, she's got it down. I loved it that assistant or whoever that was mm. <laughs> has many jobs I'm sure I love that um so Dorit's retreat mm. they are all arriving and we're kind of getting little bits of news dropped in as they arrive um Sutton bought a horse uh <laughs> in Holland that's just in- <laughs> going so- wandering somewhere around in Holland pulling carriages yeah. like okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> on her Amex. Mm-hmm. And uh Erica comes in and she's thinner and Kyle's thinner and Kyle Very calls her nice. the incredible shrinking woman. And Erica's like, Well, so are you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, it's hormones. I'm I have really good hormones. I'm on. Everyone should be on them. And then I love that Dorit teased her and was like, Is it spelled O Z E and spelled Ozempic? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was funny. It was so well deserved because these women that are pretending they're not on it, they're on it. Like if you look at um uh, uh the Atlanta women, um they were all on it and they were at the reunion. Andy was like, "You've lost a lot of weight." They're like, "Yep, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Everyone's on it." Um, but you know, Erica, when she first lost a ton of weight, she's lost a massive amount of weight. She was um on Watch What Happens Lives, and she says. I'm going through the menopause and it's hormones. Everyone knows that's not what happens during menopause. It's a load of bullshit. She's absolutely on some type of generic. If it's not a Zempic, it's a generic Zempic. Just say it. It is so dangerous for these women to be doing this because it's just, and you know, it really, you, did you hear Crystal? She walks in and they're just talking about how thin Erica is. And you hear Crystal and she says, I wish someone said, I wish I was the shrinking woman. I would. And this is the problem with these shots. The amount of triggering of weight loss and eating disorder issues that it can have in other people. It's frightening. I heard Crystal and I went, she was instantly triggered by that. It was, I was like, it was jarring. It was really jarring hearing that. I was like, shh. That's, I feel like that's always been a Beverly Hills thing is like body talk and, oh, my diet, my diet. It's, yeah. which makes sense. That's kind of how it is out there, but everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so then anything else when they're arriving? Oh, oh, my friend's not here. <laughs> She's telling us. And then we see Rinda's quitting email. <laughs> oh, that was good. Shall I tell you? I completely forgot Rinna was even part of Housewives at this point. I was like, oh yeah, Rinna's not here. Didn't miss her, completely had forgotten she'd even left. I was like, oh, yeah. The quitting email was great. Oh, funny. What what a just 
spitting in Andy's face with that. Was, mm-hmm. Oh gosh, that's funny. And then, yeah, they go over to sit in the circle with Eagle Woman. There's drums playing. Mm-hmm. She's giving a speech. And then Dorit says she wants them to work through things. And yeah. they're kind of ready to start the healing. And they start. Um, I think that Erica, you know, she was talking about when she was entering. Because like you say, I don't have my friend. I don't have Rinna now. She knows full well okay, this season I'm going to have to start off apologizing until I can really work myself up into playing this stupid evil femme fatale role that she loves to play. But I need to start off the season kind of being sorry and being remorseful. Okay, got it, click. So they sit around in the circle and Dorit's the first one. She's a big chip on her shoulder about what Erica said at BravoCon. We get a clip of Andy um, being Shady Whale asking um, Erica, well, who do you think of the Bravo universe, the whole Bravo universe is next for Splitsville? And she paraded down the stage and said to the audience, okay, and Dorit. And so Dorit brings us up and she said it was so hurtful. And she and Erica says, this was great. I'm a showman. I mean, she says, that's what I just gave, I, I gave them what they wanted. I don't know who she thinks she is. I, I mean, her tickets were going for seven bucks in Vegas. I mean, she needs to really calm down. And she said she was saying that my marriage was breaking up. Um, she said, I didn't want to answer it. And then I just gave them the show. And then Dorit again went into the confessional and gave it to Erica and gave an impression of her. I loved it. I did too. I'm glad that Dorit called her out on that because when you watch that clip, when I watched that clip, I just thought these women are not friends at all. Like none of them are, they're not real friends. She wouldn't have done that. And that's when I thought that he actually narrowed it down and said, which of the Beverly Hills relationships, but I didn't realize he was saying a whole Bravo universe. Like she could have just thrown out anyone on one of these like fringe shows or something, Mm -hmm. but she didn't because she's a showman. She is a showman. There, wow. was this me- there was this meme going around. It was brilliant. I'll repost it. It was like, um, my response to anything when anybody asks me anything, I'm a showman. Well, I'm a showman. <laughs> so showman's going to show. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And then who else was having like airing out stuff? Um, and then let's see. Oh, well, that was when we got Sutton telling us the only, only rumor she's heard um, because Erica says it was a shady question. I gave a shady answer. Is your marriage strong? And I was like, Whoa. And then that's when we get from Sutton that she heard the only rumor she's heard about Dorit and PK is that when he got the DUI, he may or may not have had another woman in the car with him. Now this is news to all of us. None of us have heard this before, but we will cast our mind back to when it happened and there was a whole scene of Dorit saying, it's just so weird, you never told me. Why did you not tell me? Why did you not tell me you got pulled over by cops and just call me? Yeah, I wonder. That makes it make a little more sense. Mm. So that's starting to come together. And then um, Erica actually apologizes for her behavior the last couple of years. She's crying i mean she is a showman so i don't know these crocodile tears ramona tears or what but she's crying and saying i was so low i've i've never felt so unheard in my life i'm like well you're on a national television show like 
telling your story, your side of it. Um, yeah. all this stuff, Garcelle's not really buying it yet. She's mm-hmm. like, it was interesting to see her get vulnerable like that. <laughs> I like that. Interesting. Interesting. The housewives love that. <laughs> What's in- you know, who does that a lot is Heather Debro. I just find it interesting that you decided <laughs> she does that a lot. It's the equivalent of like, when you want to talk shit or something, you're like, I just think it's really funny <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I love> that. <laughs> that you Ooh. always do this. Yeah. Um, and, but she says, Garcelle saying she, she's going to need to see Erica prove this, that she's different now. Um, okay. And then we get to the, kind of the next airing out thing, which is Kyle bringing up the Kathy drama. Oh, I wish we had Kathy back. I mean, I wish, I hope she'll pop in. I doubt she will, but, um, yeah, I mean, we forget what I did do as due diligence is before this started, I watched the last the third part of the reunion from last season. Okay, and I okay. forgot how it kind of ended with Kathy. I mean, it was just, it it was bad. Kathy, Kyle's terrified of her. There is massive trauma there. She's a very, very manipulative, um, messy, messy history with her sister. And, it's, and, and this isn't even Kim. We're talking about Kathy here. And I do, I I, under, I completely understand Kyle when she was saying, I feel sick in my stomach when I see Kathy's name come up. We saw each other at Sutton's party. They're obviously not on great terms. Um, and I think the show really messed everything up. Kyle felt very alone. She couldn't cope. You see her at the reunion. She's a mess with Kathy knows what to do. Kathy's a controller. Kathy, you know, plays chess. And I think... The, it, it's a shame and Kyle says she just didn't feel as though Dorit was there for her or anyone was really there for her and Sutton she said likes to go to Kathy's parties everyone wants to go to Kathy Hilton's parties because everybody's there and I think you're right and get up can you break this down for me just a little bit last season so I'm trying to just wrap my mind around this so I know going into this what why exactly why she's upset so Last season, Kathy was on the show a lot. Mm-hmm. She had that drunken blackout or whatever it was when she was with Rinna. Rinna, Rinna took her yes. away from the club and she was apparently saying terrible, terrible things yeah. about the whole cast and about yes. Kyle. And yes. then Rinna brought that to the show and revealed yes. what was said. Yes. And that um, was upsetting because now Kyle is put in between her sister and her castmates slash frenemies, friends. <laughs> I think that's what it was because we've got to remember, because that all happened in Aspen. <clears throat> and then the next day they were due to fly out and Kathy didn't even get on the plane with them. They got on that private plane. They flew back to LA. Kathy came later. Then we get the scene of Kathy... Um, acting like a cow, a cowgirl. Remember, she's like, I've come here from Ponderosa um, to her house to apologize. And she came in and we had that scene right, of Kathy saying, I'm sorry, I did blow up. Um, and then, it, so she's saying sorry to Kyle. Kyle's saying, okay, I've heard everything. Rinna told me, by the way, Rinna's coming over. And I think Kathy never, I think that was a big thing Kathy didn't forgive her for. Kathy had no idea Rinna was coming over that day. And I think Rinna came over to Kyle's house and then Rinna put her on the spot. 
and Kathy had to answer to a lot of things. So Kyle was in the middle there, but I then I think Kathy got really angry at Kyle for that. The season went on and Rinna wouldn't let it go with Kathy. So she kept saying to her, what you said, you said this about your sister, you said this about this. And like you say, Kyle, Kyle was put in the middle in the sense that she didn't just say, Rinna, you're talking a load of rubbish. I 100% believe my sister, which I think Kathy wanted. Um, So she was angry at Kyle for that. Kyle was upset with Kathy because she knows full well that Kathy said all of that about her. Um, and I think that that when it got to the reunion, it was just a horrible, awkward scene. I think Kathy had distanced herself from Kyle. Kyle wanted them to be close again, but Kathy was very angry, I think, about being exposed on this TV show. I think she regrets going on it. She regrets Rinna and that Kyle was having a relationship with Rinna when she's saying no. And then the end of the reunion, Kyle's just hysterically crying because Kathy's like, oh, we're fine. We're fine. And walks off when evidently they're not fine. And then since then, they've just never repaired their relationship. So I think there's so many things that are underlying there that they okay. did, they haven't actually said. But essentially it was that. Rinna exposed Kathy. Kyle didn't just just demolish Rinna so then Kathy was upset with Kyle for that plus all of their history you know right and so Kyle's upset with the other women because they didn't understand the position she was put in yes by Rinna exposing Kathy like that yeah and they didn't comfort her for being upset about it all yeah okay I, I was like, I remembered the broad strokes, but I couldn't really like pin it down. What? Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense now. Thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So they're all kind of comforting Kyle a little bit, and they all end up doing a group hug, and that was that. Um... So we then go over to Sutton's store. And I always forget that Sutton has a store. Same. And it's in, where it is, is such a bizarre little street. So it's in WeHo. I know exactly where it is. It's in WeHo. And it's off Santa Monica before you hit Melrose on the, on the in that um, near Doheny on that little triangle. And it's a tiny street where there's just like one uber expensive hair salon. And then Sutton's store that's like tucked in. And it's a tiny, tiny street. And I always forget it's there, but I should do a drive-by again. I've been past it, but I should do a drive-by again. Um, Who knows who goes in there? I mean, it's all like couture 
thousands and thousands of dollars stuff i mean i no idea who goes in there um but we see her talking to rv now rv wants to get on this show and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that yeah it's it's giving me like southern charm um michael and patricia like assistant my you're my guy yeah i i like him i like i i like him he's got a little bit of sass going on and he was a very short little fellow i don't know if you noticed that when he walked off and he walked back he was a very (laughs) tiny little man which i appreciate so she talks about how she fell in love with her horse santos um and i love the editors i put that on my instagram (laughs) i know so good his eyes so good and then we get jennifer tilly so we know that they've been friends we've heard that i think we've seen her before they've been friends for a really long time the actress jennifer tilly um comes in and then we hear a story about something she's saying you know we travel so well together and i even put one of her salted caramels in my ear on an air france flight because i thought it was an earbud anyway <laughs> oh, okay oh, oh okay good and we know. could and we couldn't get it out and and she said did I give you my salted caramel? I was like, why are you telling this story? What story? What anecdote is this? It was so strange. It was what? so strange. It was. That's why I love Sutton though. She's just yep. so bizarre and in a mm-hmm. funny way. I like uh, that. Yeah. So then they sit down to not eat. And oh, I know. <laughs> that food, Kate, did you see the amount of food that was there that was all just <laughs> wasted? And she said it. She said it flat out. She's like, Oh, I have this food here. I just thought it would look nice. <laughs> what? It's you know, it's good I'm not on these shows because I would weigh like 300 pounds because I would be eating it all. You wouldn't be able to I... film me because I'd be like, oh my god, this food looks so good. I'd be shoving it in my mouth. Like I wouldn't be able to film. I'd be trying to like scream at someone across the dinner, but I'd be shoving pasta in my mouth at the same time. So it wouldn't really work. <laughs> really hard. Oh my gosh. So they're sitting down and talking about, uh, I don't even know. She wants to show her ex-husband that she's a girl boss now. What was it? Well, I can't remember. she starts saying about the, the shop and she's like, yeah, I want to do this now. Because, you know, I obviously, oh my God, I obviously took the spousal support, which idiot wouldn't. Then we get a flash of the court documents of what she get, what she got in the divorce. And I put it on our Instagram her spousal support monthly is $300,000. Monthly, $300,000. Oh my God. She's she got to keep the richest a- on the cast, right? Yes. She got to keep a LA home, a home in, I think it was a home in Paris a home in Italy. Uh, she ended up with like four homes. She gets, she got a settlement of 1.2 cash. Three, I'm going to say it again, $300,000 a month. I can't even process that, Polly. Like I cannot even imagine having that I, every the, I. Who, who's then, her ex? Who's her ex? Yeah, so her ex is, I was like, that is, because remember when Garcelle first come on and was like, how do you have all your money? So that if you do a deep dive on him, it's all like hedge fund money. You okay. know, it's one of those jobs. It's all high in finance. And I think he was like the head of a bank. Correct me if I'm wrong. I may be wrong, but I remember reading about it a while ago, but it was something that I was just like, it's finance money. Yeah. Like serious, big, big 
head of a bank finance money Holy millions crap. and millions a year so they she she claims that when they first met they were on the same path that he didn't have money and she didn't have money but i thought i think she came from money because she said she was a, a debutante so i think she did come from a little bit of money but nothing like this and they grew and she you know she said i was pregnant and i was on an allowance and um she said you know we came up together and he earned that money with me um and he apparently very freely gave it to her so i mean it's it's obscene it's obscene money it's like okay yeah that puts it in perspective where it's she just comes on the show and is like i bought a horse (laughs) people ask me why didn't i just lease a horse and i say because i didn't want to i wanted to buy one you're like okay i go off i guess it's insane so yeah, she's she's going over this with Jennifer Tilly, and then she talks about yeah, just wanting to be independent, and I think that was the extent of her conversation with her, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's all I remember. Um, and then we have Kyle and Dorit getting together. Oh, just before that, right? there was a scene with Erica and her therapist. Oh, how did I miss that? Okay. Now I always have a, you know, I always have a story. It's always like I'm always seven. <laughs> What is it? Seven degrees degrees away. So we see we've seen this therapist before, Doctor Man, and Jen Man, and um, Erica was doing Zoom with her before, and this is her now doing um, in person. She goes and she's meeting Doctor. She's hugging. She's like, "Oh, it's so good not to be in sweats and for us to be able to see each other." I know Doctor Jen now. Oh. Yes, many moons ago. I used to manage a restaurant in Beverly Hills. Um, I wasn't always at the level of stardom that I'm at now. Um, I used to have a regular, you know, I used to have like a regular job. Crazy. <laughs> um, no, I was, so I used to manage this re- restaurant in Beverly Hills. It was a great restaurant and it was very, uh, very small, but it had very particular, really super healthy food. So we'd get a ton of celebrities and we'd get a ton of very, very influential people. So she used to come in nearly every day. She used to order the same thing. And I met her mother. Uh, I met her dad. I know I knew her quite well. She, her mother, uh, actually, unfortunately, I think last year or this year, year passed away, but she was very mm-hmm. well known and even had a musical made out of her mother and her father that was on Broadway because her mother was a, and father were songwriters. They wrote for Barbara Streisand. They wrote, so, so her parents are very well known. Okay. Um, Dr. Jen Man does huge amounts of work for animals um she's a big vegan so we had a ton of vegan food that's why people came into our restaurant mm-hmm. so she does a lot for animal rights um she's been on i think mtv like uh i think it was celebrity rehab or one of those or divorce stuff she did that so she's been on tv quite a lot she used to come in and look overall she was very nice to me mm-hmm. um like i said i met her mom i met her dad she would introduce me she was always there for a chat um but without fail <laughs> can I say I guess I can say whatever it's true it happened without fail maybe every third third order she would call up and she'd order the same things and she'd say mm, you know last week that um cookie I got was actually really really soft so can I get another one this week every third order I'd have to give her a free item that's all <laughs> that's all I'm just it's I love that <laughs> I'd get a phone call and I'd go Hi, how was everything? Well, there was this wrong with this. So every, every time, 
every time I had to give her something free. So I so that was Jen. But anyway, I know I knew her very well. She used to come in all the time. But she does a lot of um animal work and but she she definitely likes to be on television, I would mm, say. Okay. I'd say so anyway, her and Erica are speaking about uh when Eric Girardi uh, Eric Girardi, when Tom Girardi dies, it was really odd. She was like, you know, uh Eric is like he's getting older and he's gonna die soon and Dr Jen is like yeah (laughs) and she's like so you're gonna have to prepare for how you're gonna feel for that because it's gonna be a mix of emotions and Eric is like yeah I guess it will be um and she said you know I'm off Lexapro now and Jen was like you can't be mixing Lexapro I guess is an antidepressant I think Mm, yeah Um, it is okay so she's like I'm I'm not on that anymore she's like good you because you were mixing that with alcohol and so she's like I'm not on that anymore so yeah I'm looking but it was a it was an odd conversation about his death it was (laughs) not exactly light tv fodder yeah that was strange and then she asked for a free cookie so no um Then we go to take us to Dorit and that pizza and that di- let's talk about the food that she prepared. Right. So Dorit and PK, PK, they Hi. are <laughs> chatting about Kyle's about to come over and uh, PK's like, well, I can tell you one thing from that in- her Instagram, she's not going to be eating any of that pizza or having a drink with you mm-hmm. and stuff. And so they're kind of talking about like, oh, it's the new Kyle. It's the new me. True mm-hmm. renewal. True. And- oh. <laughs> Come oh back to us, Ramona. We won't have long. She'll be coming back. Oh, my God. Yeah. oh Lord. Uh, and so that's kind of what they're saying. And then uh, she shows up, they have salads and water and she's talking about kind of the new her, you know, mm-hmm. she's given up drinking because it wasn't serving her anymore. She's working out and all this stuff. And then the next thing I have, I think I missed something, but the next thing I have is talk the relationship with PK. They're talking, Dorit's talking about feeling alone in the relationship and he hasn't been there for her like she wants. It was interesting because, yeah, she talked seven and a half months at that point, no alcohol. Um, they had yeah, they had that salad and they had that one pizza that looked like overcooked. And I was thinking, even if I have one person, I mean, I you know that I love to put food out and I love to host, but yeah. I'd be doing two pizzas. I'd be doing an appetizer. I'd do a big salad. Like, I love it all, but right. I just want more. This was just barely any food. They touched none of that food either no. none of it right, right um and i was interested pk said he has some non-alcoholic gin and i was like i want to try that um but i'm sure it was just i bet it was one of his products that he was trying to get on on the air i bet it was i bet you. probably so, they, so yeah kyle kind of says i you know it's been hard and i just feel she started talking about stuff with kathy and about how it was being a really really hard year and that's when Dorit said, you know, I've had a hard year too. And Carl was like, I know it's been awful for you. And she said, with my PTSD, then she gets into the marriage, like you say, and it's just that she says Pique has been in London a lot, a lot, and that he hasn't been there, um, been there to support those nights. I mean, when you break down what that woman went through, she had to, she woke up with men in her room and someone with a gun to her head that is the trauma of that we can't even imagine I hope I never need to know it really was horrendous and I think PK I don't think he wanted to dive too deeply 
into how how close he was losing his wife and losing his children and i think he's put it aside i think that's his own trauma he's dealing with and he's just gone all right we'll carry on as just a very english thing to do i think he's gone all right well, we'll just figure it out carry on we'll be fine and so he keeps traveling because he has a lot of business in england and she's been alone and she said when i walk down the aisle with him that was it that's what i'm going to be with for the rest of my life she says but there are times that i even thought maybe this isn't forever and then kyle says i know that feeling too and you're going i just feel like there's so much we need to know that's been going on i want to know Ah. everything because we last left them great and now everything falls apart they've been married for decades they have tons of kids it's like does this just all fall apart does everything just eventually end you know yeah it's you're right. It feels like so much has gone on since we last saw them that and they're only they're only giving us the tip of the iceberg, you know, as far as the background on it. They're like, "Oh, well, I have felt alone." And you're like, "Okay, what else? What else is this?" And so I don't know. I was surprised that they were already getting into that on the first episode, I think that is good because as a viewer, you don't want them, you know, it's so annoying when they like tease it the whole season and the penultimate episode, I'm going to reveal that my marriage has been hard because of this. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. Um, so it's good, but yeah, I'm interested to see what else will come out this season about all of that for sure. Very, very Yeah. Very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, we then have this great scene uh, with Garcelle and her two, her twin sons, Jax and J- I think it's Jaden. They are so such gorgeous boys, and they seem like lovely boys. You know, teenage boys yeah. are assholes, but they just seem lovely boys. And Garcelle is just so protective over them. And they go to the beach and have this picnic, and it was a really surprising conversation. It seems Garcelle's, you know, been working her ass off. And she's got, you know, whether it's she was in it, she's been in a TV show, she hosts this daytime show, she's got all this going on. So she travels a lot for work. And the boys, I don't know if it was Jax or Jaden, was just like, you know, I just don't feel like you've been here. We stayed at dad's, it wasn't great. And I and you could see the pain that Garcelle was in thinking that she wasn't there for her boys when she's done so much, but she has to pay the bills. And luckily she's got these great jobs. But um I think it was a really hard conversation that she was having and I don't think she really expected it from her son and for it to be on air as well. Um, But that son was very mature and very honest with her. He was. And it made me think back to when I was a teenager and Mm -hmm. I definitely would not have expressed something like that in such a measured way. (laughs) It would be me like yelling it and slamming my door, you know? Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a tough conversation, but he, I think he even said, he's like, I, it's not easy to hear, but I'd rather be honest. And I was like, wow, he's got, boys have a good head on their shoulders. Yeah. I know they're so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be a point for Garcelle, point of contention with Garcelle this season, thinking that she's doing too much and not there for her boys. Um, then we get this scene, Kate, with. Maurizio, I'm sorry, I love calling him Maurizio. Maurizio and Kyle. What the hell was this scene? 
This was so bizarre. So bizarre. Kyle is like flitting about the living room. She's like nervously moving decorative items on the coffee table. (laughs) And Mo is in his office, just lounging back, like talking to his assistant about when's he going to golf with so-and-so? When is he going to go to Portugal? And oh, and Coachella. Did you get Coachella. that? As well? That was so weird. So does that mean I can't go to Coachella second weekend? And too then he's old like, for Coachella. <laughs> and then he's like, "Is it? Is that first class as well?" Who's Jane, by the way? I don't know who. I wonder if Jane comes into play because they mentioned her name like three times. Is that Jane? Is that Jane? Is that Jane? I just assumed it was his assistant. He's yeah, like PA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Kyle's like popping into his office, like, are you about done? You can tell she's annoyed. Cause like the camera, the crew's there to film. And then he just waltzes into his office and gets on the phone. And, uh, so he finally gets off the phone, comes over and sits down and they have, they proceed to have the most like stilted distanced conversation we've ever seen them have. I, the more I'm looking at this, something he did something. She found out that he did something. I'm convinced of it at this point because there are, of course, there are couples who just fade away from each other. Um, but she's angry at him. She's angry and she changed her life. She went, she says it in this. She's like, I did everything for my mom. I did everything. And now it's about me. And I think that he allegedly, there's been so much stuff about him playing around. I think he probably did. And she finally had enough, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was like the last straw. And then she found this Morgan woman who she became obsessed with. And so she's just like, this is a new me. It is a rebellion. It's her, like Maritza kind of says she's, she is rebelling because I think she desperately wants freedom and is so sick of playing a role. Um, but something major happened. This is not, uh, also he's worked so much. He has like, the agency is huge. It's like in all these different countries, he has a TV show. I think that he has been just, I think he's just vanished. I think he's, and she hasn't known where he is. I think that's yeah. been a massive frustration. Then she's probably may have seen some text messages she didn't want to see from someone on his phone. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing at all of this. And yeah. she went, I'm done this is it. I am done. I put up with it before. I think she is very much like Teresa Giudice when, remember all that stuff with, you know, um, Joe, this is really going back in the archives, when he was cheating on her, caught her on that phone call, all of that stuff. Teresa, it took her years to admit that he had cheated on her. And Mm -hmm. I think Kyle's at the point of like, I'm not admitting that he cheated on me. I I don't want to do that whether it's protection for her children or protection for him, or she's embarrassed, which she shouldn't be. But I think there's a level of that. So instead she's like, I'm done. I'm doing everything I want to do now. Exactly. That, that tracks for me. And it it explains, you know, the tattoos and the, the Morgan, it's starting to make a little more sense to me now, seeing how she doesn't seem to be close with any of these women anymore. And I'm just kind of like, she probably was really craving a true, genuine female friendship. And she's like rebelling, not rebelling, but doing what she wants and not, not caring about what Mo's up to anymore. And yeah, she like meets this musician who's probably, you know, given her a lot of attention. Yeah. 
I, I don't think know. it's I think she says that the way they met is that Kyle found her music, got in touch with her, and then they met, and that's when they kind of formed this massive bond. And I believe that's true. I believe mm-hmm. that, and then Kyle's eyes were open to, oh my God, this is like a cool girl. And yeah. I'm like backstage at gigs and festivals. And she was like, I feel young. I feel fun. I feel free. I am doing exactly what I want. I'm going to music festivals. Like you understand it, but I also cannot get over the fact, Kate, she's so young. I mean, Kyle is 50 something and this girl's like 27. What the hell do you have in common with a 27-year-old? I mean, it is it is such a difference. It is such an age difference. I think she wants to live her 20s right now because she yeah. was busy having kids her whole 20s and being a mom. So, so she, I think she's just yeah. regret, like regressing and living that carefree 20-something lifestyle. I think that with, makes sense. I, I think that makes sense. But the conversation, then they go on to tattoos and she goes, I can do what I want. Like, the, those two look like comp- people that we've never seen before on this show. There was, all, you know, when he says to her and calls her Love Bean, that was like, their, I remember that was their name for each other. And she couldn't be more disgusted by it. Mm. I mean, that made they, me so sad when she was like, there were years ago, he would have noticed if I had a new freckle. I know. And now he doesn't even know I have three more tattoos. I was like, oh gosh. They She said on Watch What Happens Live that we had that same night um, with Teddy, which we'll get into. But she said um, that the um they live they live in the same house and they sleep in separate bedrooms and she said that she initiated the separation but there isn't a why we need a why and we need explanation about morgan those are the two things that we need as a viewer <laughs> and we're going to wait all season to hopefully try and get some of it but what i don't know if you watch the watch what happens live there was a really funny scene with Teddy, everyone's like, oh, I mean, she is honestly one of the most hated housewives. <laughs> They're like, oh God, why is she on here? And so there's a clip and someone posted, this was her trying to be relevant. Um, and Andy completely shut her down because he knows how boring she is. So the scene, Andy asks Teddy, how did it make you feel, you know, seeing Kyle talk about the struggles with Maurizio? And she said, this was like, she was like, oh, it's my time to shine here. All right, all right. She said, well, you know, it made me sad. And I also related to my first season on The Housewives because there was a lot going on with me and Edwin. And there was something that I was really scared was going to come out. And I think it could have ended our marriage. And Andy goes, all right, next question. It was brilliant. I need to watch this. Okay, yeah, I didn't I didn't catch it, so I need to look at that because it's hilarious. was hoping and praying that he was going to jump on that, and he just went, all right, whatever. It was brilliant, Kate. You have to watch it. It was so good. <laughs> so good. She thought he was about to offer her a diamond again. That's so <laughs> funny. Not happening. Um. So was that the end of it, Kate? Was Maurizio and Kyle's seen the last? Yes, and then we... Got a little preview for next week. And what yeah. do you want out of this season, Kate? What would you like to see? Okay. I want to see people. I want to see someone 
Denise probably like put Erica in her place for being oh, mean. Right. Yeah. And nice. I want more background on Dorit and PK's yeah. relationship breakdown. I want more background, obviously, on Mo and Kyle. I don't want to be teased all season and not get answers. That's going to be frustrating as hell. Yeah. Um, I want to know the Morgan of it all. Mm-hmm. I just, I want answers behind yeah. these headlines that we're seeing all year. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you want? I echo all of that. I would also like to see Sutton. I'd like to see Sutton stir it up more. She's already come out the gate with something. I want her to really stir. I would appreciate that a lot. Um, I want to see Dorit's boobs because, you know, I'm obsessed with her boobs. I love it when she's, they're just these big round balloons on her tiny little chest and I love them. Um, and I want to see, um, yeah, I want her, I want to see the inner workings of her guy. Um, Erica, I just, I always hope, you know, for all of these TV villains, I hope that there is some type of redemption. I hope that she stops this stupid act of, well, I'm just the, if I'm just so mean, I'm going to act mean. No one messes with this tough guy. Like, I'm so sick of it. I can't see it anymore. I want that to go away a little bit. Um, I would love to see her and Sutton have a great friendship. That would be really fun. That would be fun. Yeah, it would be nice to see her put, you know, stop, cut the act yeah. and just be real. I would like <laughs> be to a be a real housewife. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, guys. That's us. I mean, next week it's going to be great. We're going to have BH and Salt Lake. So I'm excited <sighs> about that. And uh, Miami, I, I may watch Miami. I may not. It's not on my, not on my roster, but, you know, I'll probably still watch it. Um, and Potomac is coming back. Ooh, ooh. I like I like my Potomac. I like love my candy, Candice. Not today, neck. Not today, ankles. Shoot out of control. I love her so much. Okay. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of Bravo to do. But guys, as you know, we're going to pop off now. We are going to record a very interesting documentary um, about Kentucky vampire killers. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That was a mouthful. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about the documentary watch. Um, because and that is available only to our Patreon and subscribers. So there's a dead easy way to join. Go to Patreon and search Tender Love and Care Podcast. Sign up. There is five bucks a month. That's all it is. Or you can go into your feed if you're listening to this right now. Click on the episodes that have a little lock. Sign up once again, five bucks. That's all it is. That's all it is a month, and you get all the backlog. We do something a little bit different on our Patreon and our subscriber-based platforms. We go and deep dive documentaries about the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the spooky. Um, it's really, really fun. All this month, we've been doing ghosts, hauntings, murders, vampires. There's a lot going on. So go and check that out. As you know, uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Tender Love and Care Podcast. And on our, you can email us, tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. Yep. TikTok, same handle as Instagram. YouTube, search Tender Love and Care Podcast. You have to put podcast at the end. Otherwise, it's kind of, mm. you have to scroll a little bit. Yeah, guys, we do need to plug this more. On If you're watching us now on YouTube, hello. Um, But go, if you're listening to us, please, it means a lot. Just go onto YouTube. Obviously, it's all free to just subscribe and it really helps us with numbers and stuff. But you can watch us 
as we're recording this in the comfy cozy of our home. Um, but go and follow us on YouTube because it's really fun having um, the video videos up there and stuff. It's good. So uh, join us on there as well. All right. I think it is. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. Next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.